Stay with these guys now. Coach them up. Keep them going. The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 9.30 with Danny and Gallant. That's exactly what you want. Presented by Banner Bank on 710 ESPN Seattle. Coach, congratulations! That was a heck of a game. As, as as one of the one of the more demanding of your Seahawks fans said, who li- happens to live with me, she said uh, after yesterday's game, that was fantastic to watch. It, it was pretty exciting. That's right. I heard you. I heard uh, earlier this morning you said something about aren't you entertained? Or, or, you know, are you? Are, are you not entertained? Are you not entertained was about that moment here in, in this in this place uh, yesterday. It was a big day. Five touchdown what? passes for Russell Wilson. I mean. Can he play any better than he's playing right now? I don't know. He just keeps doing stuff, you know, and, and he's got the support, too. He's got the guys working with him that are keep coming through and making plays, and uh, it's just fun to watch, and he's in really good command of what's happening. Uh, you can you can just see it during the game. You can feel it. Uh, we're, the decisions that we're making and the choices of stuff that we called in this game were just executed so well. I was really fired up about Shadi's game plan and the way they carried it out and took advantage of the stuff they were giving us. And, and uh, some, you saw some things a little bit different at times, which was which was really good. And I guess took full advantage of it. So Russ is right at the top of it. Hey, Coach, DK had a great game yesterday. Um, the play that sticks out to me the most um, was the play on the sideline where he didn't get his feet in. What I saw, he outside released that DB, got vertical, snapped it off at five. Like that sh- To me, that shows that the game's slowing down and he's really getting good at running these routes. Is this route tree expanding a little bit? Uh, Michael, he's just. We just have to keep giving him shots at stuff because he things come really natural to him. He he does not have difficult difficulty with the the schemes or the principles. We because we've seen him in practice, you know, and you just don't get it all called in the game. He, really, things just come really natural to him. He'd have been about that. He got a little shove, you know. He, he'd have been in bounds right there. He he'd have got it done um, on the play you're talking about. Uh, I think. The in the sense to answer the question about the route tree, we just need to keep going to him, you know, and keep giving him chances because everything he does, he does well. And uh, there's things he's always going to get stuck on some stuff like all guys do, but basically he can handle the whole route tree, and we we have no restrictions on him. Coach, we love playing plays for you and giving you a chance to hear how yeah, Steve Grable like and that. Dave Wyman saw it. Here is in, in overtime DK Metcalf with a heck of a grab. Slot to the right side. Russell takes a snap. Here comes the blitz. Russell's got time. He's going to throw it up over the top. Metcalf reaches back. He makes the catch inside the 10. A perfect back shoulder throw. Are you kidding me? DK Metcalf stops on a dime, reaches back, and a 24-yard reception good for a first down. First and goal for the Seahawks at the 6. Yeah, Pretty remarkable. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> It was awesome. Pretty remarkable. His grab, he he got his face mask grabbed, and and his binky came out as as the guy was guy was messing with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard. Talk yeah, about the talk that, about the focus he had. Well, that play, yeah, that is a remarkable play because he, he, the guy had a hold of his face mask, and his head was turned. He wondered how he kept his eye on the football and just made the catch. Uh, anyway, um, I, I was all tuned into the penalty, you know, that what happened is that they had missed it, and, and I missed the, the mouthpiece coming out and all this other, you know, part of the drama there. But uh, what a great play and a great come through and, and, and a, uh, a, a great ball that Russ chose to throw to him, you know, to give him an opportunity on the back shoulder, you know, on a deep ball back shoulder thought. Uh, I thought it was just really great stuff. He, he's He's on fire. DK is on fire, and Tyler Lockett continues to be on fire. Come like, on, what a Tyler quiet, Lockett. What, what a quiet, amazing performance! Michael, by how Tyler. can you talk about anything else, man? Your receivers are just going <laughs> balling. I know, I know. Well, uh, there was just a number of plays again that were just beautifully executed, and 
uh, Locke keeps finding ways to make these catches with guys hanging all over him. You know, for the little dude that he is, it just doesn't matter. He's just using the space beautifully and coming through. The 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 one disappointment. Well, there's really two plays. I can't. I I was surprised that when Russ scrambled, remember the ball he threw back into him inside. You know that that he didn't he didn't make that grab because he normally does. And then Russ missed him on the on the cross for the other time, which just we just don't. If we don't see that very much, I do think that the safety, that little grab might have thrown off the time in a bit, but they didn't call. But everything that happens is just special and fun and exciting and catching and run. He's toying with them on the sidelines on the on the, on the naked over routes, you know, and he makes an extra eight or ten yards on the play. They don't even touch him. He steps out of bounds, you know, and just so many good things. It's just really fun to watch. Jacob Hollister scored his first couple of touchdowns. Jake got carried uh, off the field. I know. How fun something? is how fun is that for when you see a young guy, you know, on the practice squad a year ago, um, makes a transition over here, and you see him have that that kind of success as the team kind of rally around him in the locker room. So yeah, obviously they did on the field. They, as they well. sure did. They sure did as he, as he came through with the big catch and all. Yeah, and there was a time when earlier in camp, before we got to the, the regular season, that Jake was doing all his stuff, and we really were excited about him and thought he was going to be right part of the, you know, of, of the fifty three and all that and it didn't quite work out numbers wise so we had to sit on the practice squad for a while and and we have felt all along like he could be a real contributor and so when he finally got the chance to get up uh you know a few weeks back i was really excited for him and i think other guys were too because he's a really try hard guy he's really smart honest stuff he gives great effort in, in everything that he's doing special teams as well he's a really nice special teams player so that when he gets the opportunity and, and now he makes those plays those we're not really surprised by him on our end of it we're just thrilled for him and that you saw that in the, the reaction by the players and in such a big moment you know he, he, walk off touchdown catch is pretty good you know and so uh that was that was really special I, I was just thrilled to see those guys respond that way pete that's the sixth game that, that Russell has has won in overtime, that you guys have won in overtime since Russell's become the quarterback, 6-3-1, and one, including the playoffs. Four of those games, you guys have gotten the kickoff and marched right down and put it in the end zone. Chino Smith. That's right. <laughs> Chino deserves some credit. Right. He deserves some credit. He was there for the coin toss. Is is there? Do you think that that reflects a little bit of the the mentality of your quarterback? The fact that you guys have been able to go and stick it in there right when you get the kickoff to, to in, yeah in yeah yeah I do I, I do think it's it, it plays right to his mentality. Uh, that's why we take the football. You know, we take the football to put it in his hands to go in the game and, and counting on that happening. Uh, he's just done it so much. Is that's the only thing that's going on in his mind, and he's already projecting how it's going to happen before it does and and uh, that's why he, he's so able to carry things out so deliberately and so so smoothly and with uh really the same poise that he's always shown in those situations you know you go all the way back to that chicago game a long time ago when he really that was the day that we i think we scored in regulation and then they scored and then we went back down and won the game that was the day that russ really emerged in my mind he had already emerged. I just hadn't recognized it yet. <laughs> but that was the point, and, and it, he has not looked back and, and continues to be an incredible clutch performer. And uh, we can't wait. Really, that's why I'm excited about those situations. I kind of like when it happens, you know, and then everybody else is you know, threatened, and I think I'm fired up about it because I know something good is going to happen from him. In a week where Russ throws for five touchdown passes, you're also adding Josh Gordon this week. What are your expectations for Josh Gordon short-term and long-term? Well, really, I, I just visited with Josh for the first time uh, in person, and uh, we we talked about just 
getting started, you know, no expectations about what's going to happen on any timelines. So just get going. He's got a lot of football to learn. He's got a lot of stuff to show so that we can see where he fits in because we don't know where he fits into the group yet. We're not going to hand him anything. He's got to earn what he's going to get, and, and uh, we've got a great group of guys in the receiving room and just going to add him to it and see see where it fits. And, and uh, so and that's not really exciting for you to hear it that way, but that's just, that's the way we're going to proceed. And I, I want to I, kind of you know, put a kibosh on this. Okay, we're gonna the whole game's gonna turn to Josh Gordon. No, we're not doing that. We got a good club, you know, and there's a lot of great things happening. And hopefully, he can find a way to help us. And that's what we'll how we'll approach it. Russell always seems just to be so calm in in any situation. Um, when you're talking to him on the sideline, does that does that go into your play calling? Do you feel like you can call or a shot? You can call any kind of play just because of the <clears throat> demeanor that Russell Wilson brings in in overtime in fourth quarter. Yeah, Michael, he's so consistent. He's just. We have these conversations. We play with these conversations in practice all the time. We do our two-minute stuff all the time, you know, and, and we're talking about so many little things that happen. And we're just so used to that conversation. And I'm so accustomed to how he's going to respond that it's pretty well understood how the, how this is going to go. And we don't have anything else in our mind that we're going to go execute, go right down the field and win a game. And so that's kind of how we always connect, you know, and, and so – uh there we had conversation in this one you know did we want to really hurry it up or did you know in, in at the end of the game or how we wanted to go about it and we just kind of felt our way through it and said okay we'll take what, what comes to us and and with the thought that we have everything available it's really that's how we went into the, the last sequence and and uh, uh worked out great talking to the coach pete kale here the pete carroll show you, you made it clear after after the game your kicker had a tough afternoon yesterday mm-hmm. and jason myers and you made it clear afterward he's your kicker and standing by and support him i, I wanted to know what do you do as a coach to help a kicker get out of, of a series of bad results? Because it's a position that's different on the team, or at least when we look at it from the outside. They practice by themselves. They've got maybe one of the more individual tasks that, that any football player has. is It's their kick, and it's either going in or it's not. What's your approach as, as a coach to help a kicker get out <clears throat> of a, a rebound from a series of bad results? Well, the, the first thing is to get back to the truth. You know, the truth is he's a great kicker. He's got a great leg. He's got great routine, great habits. He's got great mentality, all of that. And and for whatever reason, yesterday that didn't come through for him. It didn't. That didn't surface at the time when he needed it. And uh, and the performance wasn't a typical performance. So let's go back to what's typical. Let's go back to what's normal. Let's go back to the thoughts and the, and the procedures and the process and the lead up to and you know the prep to the kick uh, that he always knows how to do. You know, I watch him kick every day and he bombs the football and I can tell by the lift of the ball if it's if he's hit the ball well just by the way it goes up because we've seen him so much. And when the ball's not going that way, well, something has gotten in, in between that. And so we, we try to clear his mind and make him... Uh, that's why the truth is so important. But the truth is really important if you really believe in yourself and you know that you're good and you know that you have what it takes and that you work like you need to work so that you can trust. And so it's just to get back to those thoughts and and uh, and we'll come right back, you know. And, and I'm I'm not concerned about that at all. That was that day and that day's gone and and we're moving on. He's a great kicker and he's a great practice player and he's a good thinker and all that as well. So uh, we just need to put that back together and get going again. On that same front, what what do you tell the defense? It's just like talking about your golf swing, you know, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't be talking about my golf swing. That's a terrible example for everyone. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, on on that same front, what, what what do you tell the defense when they're going through a time like this as well? Well, same things. We have to go back to the things that we're good at and how we know how to do stuff right and where we can count on, on our performance. And and uh, and I, I didn't. I, I'm not going to talk too much about the defense today because I, I want to make sure that I'm doing everything I can for the game this week. Um, but uh, it's important that that we always 
know the truth and then and then we return to that and we l- rely on that and trust in that and we when things don't go right that you go back to the things that you know how to do really well and that will always bring us back to to better performance and so uh that's part of it and that's part of it. it's on the coaches it's on the uh, myself it's on the players we all have to take that responsibility which we do we're very this is a very accountable group around here we talk about it guys are willing to say that you know i messed up i should have done this i should have done that starting with me and so that's kind of how we, we we do our business and uh we got to get make sure that we're making good assessments too because sometimes we got to ask them to do the things that they're good at and sometimes we might stray from that for one reason or another we got to be really good at, at, at staying true and that, that, that's what the big challenges every every team i've played on every organization i've been in coaches have been so strict about celebrating you seem to kind of let your guys go out and uh and and have fun and is that something that you've brought from sc that uh you brought up here or is this something that you well, enjoy you just let your guys be your ass because it, it's fun to watch man a lot of coaches don't, don't let their well guys back back in the day at sc uh, I'll, I'll give you a, a little story here we were playing in the uh in the rose bowl against Penn State, I think it was. And uh, we had, we well, we'd already been to a bunch of Rose Bowls before that. And the media was all saying that we didn't, you know, we weren't excited about being at the Rose Bowl. You know, we didn't care about it anymore. That's just old hat to us. And and uh, so I made it, I wanted to make it known that how much we loved going to that game and playing. So I, I had our guys really fired up and, and on the sidelines and they were going to celebrate and have fun and, and keep the, the energy going the whole time. To the point where at halftime, official came to me and says, if you guys keep celebrating on, like that on the silence, we're going to have to throw a 15-yard penalty on you. I said, are you kidding? That's the greatest thing I ever heard. We're, <laughs> we're having so much fun, and we're, we're, we're celebrating so much that they want to throw a penalty on the sidelines. You know? I never heard that before. The guy never, and he never did it. didn't throw the flag or nothing. But I want to enjoy every bit of it, you know? And I want to maximize the, the connection uh, that, that energy brings and, and make sure that we don't miss that. Uh, in, in the process, and it's, it's not to be selfish about it. It's to be as competitive as we can be about it because it, it makes a difference. It makes a difference when guys uh, demonstrate their enthusiasm. It affects other people, and and, and it also re- reassures themselves of what just happened, and, and it connects us in ways that's a, is a value. It's a competitive value to us. So, um, in that, you know, and I also want these guys to to be true to who they are, too. And, and I think that's where I can help them find their best also. You know, if I'm trying to make them something that they're not, trying to restrict them or coerce them into being some way that, that doesn't fit them, I don't think I'm, I'm maximizing their chance to be as good as they can be. So that all goes along with how we celebrate and how we have fun and, and enjoy it. And while you watch our kickoff guys cover those kicks and they run a million miles an hour down there and hit, hit blitz and hit the wall, you know, to the fans in the 12s and try to keep everybody uh, uh, energized and, and for as long as we can forever. And that's what this is all about. So that's what you're seeing, I think. I always appreciate your kickoff team and the first kickoff when you guys are on the road and they go running down into the end stands because the other fans don't usually know what's coming. And it's pretty funny to hear yeah. the reaction of yeah, the opposing they get, they crowd. They boo us and all that kind of stuff. It's great. <laughs> it's great. It's yeah, great. Like it. you, said, you said after the game, Pete, you, you described DK Metcalf as a true competitor. And I'm wondering what you mean by that. Yeah, okay. That, that, this is a guy that, um, that's internally motivated. He's motivated to be great. It's really important for him. He doesn't need, uh, it, you know, the pats on the back. He doesn't need the 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 numbers and the and the standards and stuff that come from outside. And he's driven to be a great player. And it's really important to him to learn what he needs to learn, to communicate as he needs to communicate, to do things as he's been asked. And and it it just seems to to come for him. Fortunately, it comes naturally to him that he can execute what you're asking him to do. 
that's in how you prepare. That's how you study. That's how you practice. That's the reps that you that you you, uh, you try to maximize in in the practice setting so that you can be prepared for the for the moments that that come. And so, to me, he's he's driven from all of the right places. There's you to be great. You don't have to be driven that way. You know, there's a lot of people that are driven from outside. For you know, they want to show what they can do. They want other people to see who they are and all that kind of stuff. And and or they they need the numbers and the the, the standards that, that come from outside in. Uh, we tr- we treasure the intrinsically motivated guys because we think that's the that's the difference between maybe the the best guys and the next level of guys. We've always liked guys with chips on the shoulder. You know, we've always talked about that over the past because those guys got something to prove. And, and it, wherever that comes from, it's powerful and it's meaningful and it drives their their day to day and it drives their their mentality about how they want to present who they are. And that's uh that's what I see in this guy. I think he's very very unique and. Uh, I don't think that's well known. People don't know him very well, and but they will in time, you know. And he's not going to make a big deal about telling you. He's just going to be it, and that's uh, something we'll really, really treasure. What's your method? Methodology? Ah, what is your method when you are looking, and John are looking at a player and determining whether or not they have that chip on their shoulder? Well, I'm not going to tell you all that, okay? But uh, it's really let's say it's really important that we get to know the guys well enough so that we can determine that, and and uh, it doesn't always reveal itself. You know, I wish it did more easily, more readily, but um, it is something that's really important to us um, because the best players, you know, the best athletes, they don't always win. It's the ones that play the best that do, and and what drives people to to play the best is is what we're looking for, you know, and. and Sometimes we can supply the motivation and the inspiration, all that, but it's it's most consistently driven when it comes internally, and then the guy's just got it in his makeup. It's part of his mentality. So we put him in a lot of settings. We try to you know work with them, try to figure them out. Uh, and again, that's we're we're hoping we can under you know determine that we can't always, but we try to. Coach, you guys have won games, running the heck out of the football, throwing the football, lower scoring games, higher scoring games. The fan in me is, gets stressed out, but the coach in me says yeah, me this team <laughs> has been in a lot of situations, and uh, these close games, these high scoring games, are going to help them out later on in the season. Do you feel this team can play in any type of game? Absolutely, I, I really do. I think Michael, we, the overtime—it's great to have an overtime game now. Now we know what overtime is, and, and for for this team this year, we've done it in the past. But it's it's important to understand. You know how what it feels like to be there. So it's not the first, you know you got to go through the first time experience. We did it yesterday, and fortunately we took the ball. Russ took us right down the field. DK, Tyler, all the guys. The blocks were all made up front. We did everything exactly like we wanted to. Uh, that's really important because we've been there, we've done that. You know, and and the more of those you get through, I think the 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 more prepared you are for whatever happens. You know, and so. Uh, I, I'm really. That's why I'm so excited when that, that occurred. You know, we got that chance. We did it. We pulled it off. We can come back in here and learn from it, talk about it, and we're going to be stronger and better before because of it. And I think particularly for the guys who have never been through that stuff. Okay, okay, this is what they're talking about. This is what they meant. This is what Russ is like in these situations. This is what you can hear in the huddle and on the sidelines and and how the coaches are going to respond. Get that whole feel for how things are going. One more thing. It, Yesterday, you know, at halftime, we came back to twenty-one thirteen, but it had been a hard half. That those moments are really important too. You, you got to understand if you're going to be a comeback team that can do that when you when you're charged with it, you have to be familiar with it. I think otherwise you luck out, kind of. You know, the first time you kind of luck out, and the second time, okay, we're getting this. Third time, oh, oh, this is what this is like. Hey, fourth time or fifth time, you know where we are now. This is no big deal. Let's go get it done. And that that mentality and that clarity is what allows you to perform really well regardless of how crazy the circumstances get, and it helps us. 
It is the scar tissue, kind of the, the toughness that, you that, that you develop. You uh, last couple of things for you, Coach. Uh, Luke Wilson suffered a rib injury. How, how did he come out of the game? Um, it, it was a phenomenal uh, addressing of the, the injury. He just said, screw it, I'm playing. And he just played through it. And, uh, you know, he's been such a stud for us over the years, coming back from injury and overcoming stuff. And he just did it again. He did it again. He, he played uh, an excellent game under those circumstances. I can't tell you. I'm sure he didn't sleep well last night. I haven't seen Luke yet this morning, but uh, I'm sure he probably had a bad night because he he's got some rib issues. You know, he's got some cartilage something or other there, and and uh, we'll figure it out. A couple of DBs. I wouldn't count him out though. I tell you that I wouldn't count Luke out. He's got that Wolverine blood. Yeah. Quandre Diggs and and Lane O'Hill, neither of whom played. <clears throat> uh, will they have a chance? On yeah, the uh, Quandre I think is a, probably a little bit ahead of Lano. Um, they has got to get the clearance from the doctors. Quandre's uh, got to go out there and do it. And so uh, we'll look forward to those guys uh, practicing for sure this week, and we'll see what that means, and, and we'll determine as we go. Coach, congratulations on the win. 7-2 and two feels pretty great, and I know this Monday night's game is going to be really exciting for everybody. Good deal. All right, good to see you guys. See ya.